When the sun rises, I wake up and chase my dreams. I won't regret when the sun sets, cause I live my life like I'm a beast. What up? You're listening to the Lifestyle Practice Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome to the Lifestyle Practice Podcast. I'm Steve Vandegraaff, I'll be your host today. It is good to be back on with you. I hope that everybody is off to a great start to the new year. This podcast will be coming out towards the end of January, and that is usually the time when people start abandoning their New Year's resolutions and giving up on all their great new goals. And I just can't let that happen to you all. So I wanted to talk with you today and take a few of your precious minutes to share what I believe is a profound way to help you better improve and change. I've been thinking of this recently as I've been reading the book Atomic Habits, written by James Clear, which teaches techniques on how to break old habits and build new ones. This is the tip, okay? Focus on becoming, or think of yourself as being the improved version of yourself that you're striving to reach. Most approaches to goal setting, probably like the ones you may have set at the beginning of the year, are focused on outcomes, and they're externally based. For example, you may say, I want to weigh this much, or I want to earn this much money. And those are great things to reach for, but the method is kind of backwards. A more effective approach to reaching your goals and building long-term habits is what the author calls an identity approach, where you focus internally on yourself and your beliefs. For example, these goals would look like this. I am a healthy person, and as a healthy person, I exercise each morning, and I eat clean, and that will get me to 175 pounds. Or, I'm a successful business owner, so I invest in myself and in training my team, and then these actions will cause me to earn so much money this year. James Clear says, true behavior change is identity change. You might start a habit because of motivation, But the only reason you'll stick with one is that it becomes part of your identity. The goal is not to read a book. The goal is to become a reader. The goal is not to run a marathon. The goal is to become a runner. The identity approach is more likely to reach goals than an external one. And the habits will be longer lasting. I know everybody, we talk a lot about mindset on this podcast. But don't roll your eyes. Correct thinking makes all of the difference. Let me tell you a cool story that demonstrates how this works. This is from Trevor Moad, a sports psychologist, a true story. Okay, so in the 1980s, there was a junior in high school who was flunking out of school. He had bad grades. He was always cutting class. He wasn't going to graduate. And then at his mother's request, he's being raised by a single mom, he agrees to take the SAT. So the SAT, it's a 1,600-point test, half of it being mathematical and half of it being verbal. It's, you know, most of you may have taken it. It's a pretty hard test, and the average is a little over 1,000. So this kid, he goes and takes the test, and he gets his score in the mail a couple weeks later, and what he finds out just shocks him. He absolutely rocked it. He got a 1,480 on the test which is in the 99th percentile. 
His mother, knowing her son, asked if he cheated. He says he was actually going to try, but with the scantrons and how everything was all set up, he couldn't, so he just ended up taking the test instead. This incredible score was a turning point for him. He decided to go to class, to study, to do his homework, and to turn things around. And he does. The kid graduates, he gets accepted into a community college, then he transfers to Wichita State and graduates from college. And then he becomes an entrepreneur and starts one of the most successful magazine lines in the world. Pretty awesome. But this is why it's interesting. After he has found all of this success, 12 years later, this guy gets a letter from Princeton, New Jersey, from the SAT administration, who every so often reviews their testing systems and procedures. He doesn't think anything of the letter, but his wife has him open it. And when they read it, it turns out that the year he took the test, there were 13 test scores that were errors, and his was one of them. He actually earned a 740 on the test, which is pretty crazy, right? So his life turnaround and all the success did not come from raw natural ability that he suddenly discovered with this great test score. He wasn't a 1480, but he became successful because suddenly he started believing that he was a 1480. He saw himself as smart, somebody with ability, and so he started acting like it. He went to class. He put in the work. He probably changed the people he hung out with. He changed his language. He started doing all the things that successful people are supposed to do because that's what, in his mind, he had suddenly become. Pretty awesome. And I think this can work for us. Do you want to be a successful dentist or a great leader to your team and a high producer? Then believe that you are one and start acting like it. You want to be a more engaging and patient parent or maybe a better and more thoughtful spouse. Believe that you are one and start doing the things that a rock star parent or a spouse would do. If you want to have a more fulfilling, enjoyable life rather than an overwhelming one where you're always putting out fires, become the intentional, conscientious version of yourself that you imagine would be better. Here's an example. I'm working with a client right now that recently bought a practice probably in the most difficult area in the entire country for dentists. The practice had a very old staff who are now all retiring during his transition, requiring him to hire and train from basically scratch a brand new team. With all these changes and all the cards stacked against him, he has improved his collections every month. And starting this year, He's cutting back his schedule to three days a week. He's been out of school for two years. How is he doing this? In our recent call, I love this. He called himself a TLP dentist, which I love to hear. He believes that's what he is, so he's making the moves to make it all a reality. Conversely, on the other side of the coin, if you believe you are something negative, then you will have negative actions flow from that mindset. You'll develop negative and harmful habits. I remember my first year and a half or so out of school and into ownership, I had some ideas fixed in my head that were negative and they really held me back. 
I thought of myself as an insurance dentist, just locked in by these low fee insurances. And I just had lots of no-show patients that didn't have any money and they wouldn't accept ideal treatment. And because of the scarcity, I couldn't really afford to reinvest my practice or, or buy real estate. I know there's a lot of dentists that hold those same self-limiting beliefs in their heads and their thoughts become self-fulfilling. That which we imagine for us becomes truth. In my case, I identified myself that way for a while and because of it, I didn't present comprehensive high-value treatment as often or as convincingly as I should have. Most patients, they fulfilled my low expectations of them. I waited too long to upgrade my practice and get into real estate. I really could have done better in that first period. But similar to that story I shared a minute ago, our past, it does not have to be predictive of our future in any way. With time, I better train my mind to think differently. I see myself now as a successful dentist and a producer. My practice, I think it's a special one. And I have really good patients. That's what I think and what I believe. And you know what? And I'm fortunate to be pretty successful and productive. My practice really is unique and special. And my patients are good patients. Many decline treatment still, but I always let them be the ones to say no rather than me assuming it. Nietzsche said that every man is an imitation of his greatest ideal. So I invite you all to start acting like what you aspire to be. Pretend if you have to that you just got a test score that reveals you are an outlier and you are going to have a fantastic practice. Then go out and prove it to yourself that it's true by putting in the work and doing all the little things. And it will be. Speaking of this, if you want to become a TLP dentist and join the lifestyle practice, make this be the year. Why wait? There's never going to be a better time to change and improve your practice than there is right now. Email us, Steve, Justin, or Derek at The Lifestyle Practice, or go to our website, thelifestylepractice.com, and by clicking on the survey link, you can put in some information and we'll weigh in on your practice and your specific situation. We'd be happy to help. Have a great week, everybody. Break a sweat, cause I live my life like it's all I got.